Hey guys, welcome to episode 21 of the Blue Sky Lounge. I am your host, Tyler Ianko. This week, Adriel and I are discussing the recent announcement that Disneyland Resort is going to be expanding both Disneyland and Disney's California Adventure. We're going to be discussing what we would like to see in each land that is coming to each new park. So, please welcome Adriel to the show. Well, here with us today is Adriel. How are you doing? I'm doing fabulous, Tyler. Awesome. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Uh, so, as you know, uh, this week they announced a new Disneyland expansion. They're going to be putting in a new land in uh, Disneyland and a new land into Disney's California Adventure as well. First off, well, not only that, but they're doing other things as well. Uh, but today we're just going to be focusing on the lands. Um, so first off, what what was the first thing that came in your mind when you first heard about uh, first heard about this expansion? I first heard about it. I was like, oh, they actually have room to like put yeah. stuff, <laughs> right? Oh, and I was like, mm, okay. And in my head, it was also I'm like, what else are they kind of like had to take over yeah. to, in this new land? Yeah. So. I mean, of course, I'm trying to be, like, optimistic and be like, you know what, I'll enjoy it either way. It's, like, pretty much what the receiving end project would look like, really, so. Excellent. Yeah, I, uh, that was the very first thing that I thought of as well. I've, I've, I've been to Disneyland many times. Um, I, because of Marching Band, I've been backstage at Disneyland a few times, and I know that space is very tight and very limited there, and they announced they're building two, la two new lands, and I'm like, where are they gonna put them? Like, <laughs> there's no room behind. Literally. Literally. <laughs> and then I saw their plan, and granted, you know, nothing's set in stone or anything like that, but right. I saw their plans, and they're putting it, like, next to the Disneyland Hotel. I'm like, oh. Okay, sure. Yep. Why not? Kind of thing. Um, but yeah, I I saw that and I'm like, okay, well, I, I guess that can make sense. You know how to be extend out, kind of past the park a little bit, and why not? Um, it's kind of nice because it looks like they're building an entrance next to the Disneyland Hotel, so all the guests at the Disneyland Hotel don't have to walk all the way to the main entrance anymore, which is nice. Same with Paradise Pier. Um, but yeah. Uh, I'm I'm really excited for it. So, what was your first thoughts of what could happen with this new expansion? Like, what what were the first things? Like, ooh, this would be really cool if they put this in. Ooh, um, hmm. Because again, reading that um, that little like things that they talked about on the website is very like hard to like understand what exactly yeah. they got going on yes because i was reading like okay. against, yeah so many like you know disney websites here and there like trying to like cover it it's like yeah. i want to like read the source itself so yeah. i don't know like first thoughts is like i'm like how are they even gonna like connect it really well with like like I don't know, like I don't. Or it sounds like is it a third party? Is it a new just land? Just probably over there though, and they have to yeah. cross it somehow. Like yeah. that's the part I'm like, how are they gonna create that um mm -hmm. that nice transition? I should yes. say, hundred percent. That's that was one of the main things with me as well, because knowing, like I said, like they're putting it right beside the Disneyland Hotel. That's a fair walk from Disneyland, right. so you're gonna have to cut through, you know, kind of like by Haunted Mansion somehow and build a path that goes to this new land, but it's going to be a bit of a hike. So 
you know, is it, is it just going to be like one really small park that has two lands or is it going to be, you know, new additions? Now I have, I read something that said um, they're not, one of, one of the executives, I can't remember who it was, said something along the lines of they're just spreading the peanut butter, not making a new sandwich. So it makes it seem like they're just expanding the footprint, not making an all new park. I don't know. Um, I also read that like Disneyland hasn't even put proposals into the city of Anaheim yet. They won't do that until they think maybe 2023. So that's like two years down the line. So again, this is all like very blue sky thinking, you know, if there was money, we would do this. Um, which is awesome because, you know, it's been a little while since, well, not, I guess it hasn't been that long. It's been a couple of years since Disneyland had his expansion with Star Wars. But prior to that, yeah, it's been a long time since Disneyland had any kind of expansion. That so, is correct. Yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah. All right. Well, let's dig into it. I asked you to come on this show because I know how much of a Disney fan you are. You've been to Disneyland many, many times. And... If you could build anything, let's start in the first, in the Disneyland land that's being built. If you could build anything in that Disneyland land, what would you build? Ooh, okay. Now, if we're talking about specifically the areas on the map that it showed us, mm -hmm. but, um, I think it was like, what, like behind from what it looks like? It's almost like the backlog of like Toontown, per se? Oh. It looked, it looked to me, because I, I kind of brought up, like, a, a Google map of it. And okay, perfect. <laughs> the, so the Disneyland Hotel is here. So the Disneyland part is going to be up in this area up here, um, where the Disneyland Hotel parking lot currently is. Now, that area is kind of right next to Haunted Mansion's Splash Mountain kind of corner of New Orleans Square a little bit. Okay. Um, that's I'm just, yeah, yeah. Kind of that area. That's what it looked like to me. Okay. Yeah, see, that's where like my idea like runs kind of thing. It's just to make sure it kind of like blends with the area as well too that I'm thinking yeah. of. Like what I would add personally for me. Yeah. Uh, I think it would be nice to have maybe an extension now, just now, because like they have, um, they're changing the Splash Mountain to mm -hmm. Frog. Mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, I'm like, if they're doing that. I'm like, is there like a point to have still the Winnie the Pooh attraction still there? Because like Critter Country is going to be literally going to be Winnie the Pooh. But like, I would probably do either extension of hopefully Critter Country or an extension of Star Wars, really Galaxy's Edge. That would be cool. That would be like, especially with um, now like we're taking a breaks from like like the movies as such, and like their focus is like now on Disney Plus with like the Mandalorian and such, mm -hmm. and now they announced all these other like cool projects. Yeah, I'm like you know what, you might as well start you know adding the Disney Plus like yeah like stuff into the park. Mm -hmm. So like yeah. well, Galaxy yeah, like Star Wars, I should say. Yeah, yeah, I I think that would be really cool actually if you could build that like a path to that area and how to be like another Star Wars expansion, like you said. Um, I think that would be 
super cool. Um, and the, 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 the nice thing is, like you said, they have all of this new stuff coming to Disney Plus with, you know, Mandalorian comes out in December and the Bad Batch comes out in like a couple months, I think. And, you know, there's um, the New Republic Rogue Squadron and stuff like that. Like, there's so much um, IP that's out there that Disney can use for a new Star Wars area. But not only that, with the new stuff, but there's tons of old IP that they can use too with the original saga. Yes, um, exactly. It would be really cool if, like you said, if they incorporated some of that new stuff. But I would like to see some of the original stuff too. Like, I love the original Star Star Tours, you know, yeah. <laughs> with Captain Rex and stuff. I think that would be a lot of fun. And I think that if you could incorporate maybe even like break the land into like you know like three separate sections or something and have one section be like the original saga and one section be like you know the the disney plus stuff and one section be like something i don't know something else but i think that would be really cool and um you can have you know tons of different you know shops and food and and you know attractions and stuff I, think really, really cool. I, I like that actually yeah especially yeah. when you said old i'm like huh i wonder if there's a way to move star tours from tomorrowland to yeah, right to i yeah and then i would be like there you go disney like there's your new project for the new tomorrowland clearly i have no control of that right yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i think i think that would be a really cool idea as well is if it is a new star wars land that they do build i think if you could take star tours out of Tomorrowland and Disneyland and plop it down in this new section, you know, it, it would fit. And if it was a direct path to Star Wars, it's all interconnected. You can put something else in Tomorrowland. Great. I love that. I, I think that would be really cool. Um, I really like the idea of expanding Critter Country. I think that would be a lot of fun. You could kind of dive into a lot more of the Disney IP that is, um, animal-based like you know you could you could do like a zootopia thing or you could do robin hood like there's nothing robin hood in the parks no that's the bad part <laughs> my favorite movies and there's nothing um but yeah you could do like all types of these you know animal features that don't have any heart or hardly any representation and bring those into critter country and i think that would be a really cool fit actually um you could do oh this okay this would be really cool if you could do a Buzz Lightyear Astro Blaster kind of mixed with Toy Story Midway Mania okay so kind of same same premise yeah but themed to Robin Hood and you have like a little bow and arrow <laughs> I think that would be so cool that would be pretty <laughs> epic yes <laughs> yeah yeah oh my gosh yeah with all like the target scenario and like yeah. seeing like cool yeah i would love that yeah i think that'd be fun um, there you go disney million dollar yeah. yeah great if you're hearing this yeah <laughs> um, yeah i i think that would be a lot of fun um the other thing that i've heard as well is possibly doing a new tangled area okay, okay. um i know 
there's like a little kind of tangled area in Disneyland, if I'm not mistaken, kind of by the castle. Is there not? Uh, I mean, if you're talking about the Fantasyland, like, fair. Yeah, fair. Like, that little, they literally just only have, like, a tower. Yeah. In the centerpiece, and it, like, lights up at night. Yeah. Like, music, if you, like, listen closely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's a nice little small touch. Yeah. And, of course, they play, like, the Tangled show, which, uh, in the theater. Yeah. A little thing with, there's Tangled and Beauty and the Beast as well, too. Okay. Show, so. Yeah. Um, but I think a Tangled area would be really cool. Um, I'm sure there's some type of attraction that you could do for Tangled. Um, yeah, well, they said on the website, actually, they said it was actually going to be like a gondola-like attraction. I would have been like, whoa, I would be like, cool with that. Gondola attraction. All right. Well, I mean, that could be Tangled. Yeah. Because the main iconic part of that movie is when her and Flynn Rider go on the boat in the water. Which, yes. Which, to be honest, I'd rather had a boat attraction based on that and do it in, like, the water and, like, she have, like, it's like a boat-based ride. I'd be like, yeah. yeah. So. so, that'd be cool. Um, yeah. I think that would be a lot of fun. And, you know, you could have, like, the Tang Tower there or, like, you know, the Castle of Corona or something in as that kind of, like, centerpiece of that land kind of thing so that would be super super cool um what about any like do you have any thoughts on any actual rides itself that you would like to see or any concepts that you've come up with hmm yeah <laughs> i had to i had to think about it before like putting like all my ideas and then i'm like seeing located on the map where they had ideas yeah. i was like oh never mind maybe that it's like scrap because it doesn't still blended but um because again i thought it was going to be more an extension of like um uh, kind of like downtown disney kind of thing when i heard the plans that's what i thought too. and such so again it's very complicated what they were talking about and things could change again yeah sure like hopefully you know next year's d23 because it was supposed to be this year yeah so, like you know definitely not happening but um i'm hoping they would talk more on that for next year's d23 but if it was like and if it was again like a smaller type park per se which i'm like that's gonna be a puny park not gonna lie yeah i was hoping like for some miracle reason i wanted like disney to bring back the house of mouse somehow oh that's cool like uh, I mean, in my mind, I was like thinking, oh, House of Mouse would have been fit perfectly in uh, mm-hmm. Hollywood Land in DCA, but I'm like, yeah. that whole like area is now turning into Marvel, which I'm I'm yeah. still cool with, but I'm like, eh, I don't I don't see Hollywood Land being a possible yeah. like you know thing yeah. in the future. Uh, again, different topic, but uh, for like Disneyland like expansion, like I was, yeah, House of Mouse was like on my radar because I'm like, it's like Universal that you can like easily like add change characters from here and there mm-hmm. and like to be honest like i don't think i would ever see it like change in the future or something else because i'm like it's again they're gonna be making disney mov- movies forever like pixar yeah. movies as well too like they can add in like disney characters and yeah. like pixar characters even and then like the premise on like the house of mouse is like pretty much all like the disney characters interacting and in my mind like i would see it like if it was like in person yeah, we're like a restaurant type sort of thing and having all those like 
you know, typical meet and greets, and then like you can see like the typical characters, yeah, uh, in and out, even like enjoying like show like short during like while you're eating, yeah. Um, and then if they ever did a new Disney movie, they can like specifically like highlight those new characters to come mm -hmm. out as well too. And I'm like, oh my gosh, why is this not built? So, <laughs> and it's not even on Disney Plus. So I'm like, people don't even know about it. Yeah. I definitely remember watching that back in the day. <laughs> I'm like, uh, it would be so cool. And if they can even re like bring back House of Mouse in general, like actually make yeah. newer like things. So yeah. yeah. But nah, that's just like a random thought and idea I, like I really. <laughs> that would be really cool. I think I if you could do it's kinda cliche, never been done, I, to my knowledge. If you could do like a Mickey Mouse land. That would be really cool. Yes. You'd have like a House of Mouse and it, I mean, I guess technically Toontown could be considered Mickey Mouse Land, but, but. <laughs> I don't know. I think, but like if you could have like, you know, a Mickey Mouse Land and you could have like House of Mouse there and I, like I know they're building Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway in Toontown, but you could put that in this Mickey Mouse Land or you could put, you know, Mickey's Magic that's in Florida there, or you could do, you know, you could, if Donald wanted, if Donald had a ride, then you could put a Donald ride in. That could be your gondola ride. There we go. There we go. There we go. So, yes. so very cool. Yeah. Um, what about California Adventure? Uh, Cal ooh, California Adventure. It's, uh... Okay, DCA. Um, but, 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 ooh, okay. Hmm. And that's hard too, because like, <laughs> there's so much going on in DCA as well too. Like, there's this like. That's the thing, man. Like, when it <laughs> first came out, you know, it was showcasing California, but now it's like Pixar Pier and you know, Avengers Campus, and nothing to do with California at all. Nope. Um, <laughs> Um, so yeah, I, I don't know, it's definitely a lot harder of a concept to put there, especially like, especially I was going to say like, oh, well, you can put a Marvel land there and I'm like, nope, they're already building a Marvel land there. Okay. Well, you can put, nope, can't put Star Wars cause it's in Disneyland. Okay. Well, what else can you put in? You can't put Pixar cause it's in a different part of the park. And like, you, you could like, you could expand Pixar and bring it around the lagoon and put it back over there as well. But which is funny because I'm like at this point I'm like I think like expanding of what already is existing there mm -hmm. is kind of like because now I was like thinking like I think it would be like another like uh, how do I say this Pixar Pier like 2.0 like yeah. expansion because I'm like you still have uh, what's it called Goofy Sky School mm -hmm. still there mm -hmm. uh, jumping jellyfish which you can easily theme that to like Finding Nemo or Finding Dory yeah. related. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then like it still confuses me that I'm like as much as I love the Little Mermaid attraction I'm yeah. like it's like it's weirdly like like placed just right there as yeah. part of like that whole DCA expansion so I'm like I would in my opinion I would try to do like an expansion of Pixar and speaking about it I would probably if I had to like maybe add something maybe like something to like Coco related Ooh, that'd be fun. Like yeah. the, Day of the Dead. Yes. That would be really cool. 
Yeah. Where you like cross over like Miguel does and you go into the land of the dead and you see all this yeah. stuff. That would be really cool. I really exactly. like that. Um, yeah. I like you. There's still a lot of untouched Pixar IP um, that they haven't used yet for Pixar Pier. Um, like I know there's like the Inside Out um, attraction that they have there and they have Toy Story Midway Mania and the Incredicoaster and stuff like that. Um, they took out a Bugs Land. You could put in like a new Bugs Life attraction if you wanted to. You could put yeah. in. I don't think there's an up attraction, so you could put in an up attraction. That'd be cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I envision this more as an interactive activity, but have you seen Soul? Yes. So you. Where. Where. where where like 22 is going and trying out like all the different things that you can do on earth. I think that would be a really fun thing to like interact with all the things that you could do on earth. And you can- Oh my gosh, yes. That'd that be would be cool. That would be cool. <laughs> um, and then, like, yeah. like the like person like narrating all this, I'm like, yes, please. Yeah. Um, so I think that would be a lot of fun. Um, it would be really cool if because way back in the day in Hollywood's MGM studios in yeah. Florida, they had um, the animation academy where you could watch the animators actually like work on like mm -hmm. Mulan, Pocahontas, and all these you know classic, well classic Disney movies uh, that were part of like the Disney Renaissance. And it'd be really cool if you know Pixar brought a division down from you know, Emeryville down to Anaheim and you had like a little Pixar division in Disney's California Adventure and you could watch them work on like, you know, like yes. the Pixar shorts or something. Like, you know, if there's a new Cards movie coming out, maybe they're doing like a new Mater short and you could watch them work on this Mater short. I think that would be really cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. They haven't like had like anything that you can like see behind the scenes in like quite a long time actually. Yeah. And like not a lot of people know like the whole behind the scenes so. yeah yeah so i think that would be really cool if you could do that and have that be um part of that the other thing that would be really cool is in hollywood studios there is um uh, an attraction called one man's dream and it's um talks about walt disney and how he um, essentially started the Disney company and how it progressed and, and things like that. And it had, you know, like a replica of his office from California and it had, you know, a replica of his school desk that he had when he was going to school in Marshland and things like that. I think it would be cool because California Adventure, especially like the main street part is supposed to be like, you know, 1930s LA. If you could have like a one man's dream somewhere in California Adventure talking about, you know, Walt Disney's process and how he came to build the Disney company. And I know that One Man's Dream in Hollywood Studios has been brought back quite a bit. There's been a lot of stuff that's been taken out. But if you could have like almost like a Walt Disney museum similar to that of, you know, uh, not Chicago, uh, San Francisco or there's a Walt Disney Museum in Marceline or or things like that. If you could have like a Walt Disney Museum in California Adventure and have, you know, certain memorabilia that 
he interacted with that would be really cool yeah 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 i would love that i love that actually about that um about hollywood studios that i was like oh i did not know this was here so let's venture on and like discover more about walt disney so yeah i think i think especially with the location of that new california adventure expansion it's situated kind of right behind that pixar area it makes sense that it would be a new pixar 2.0 area like you said yeah um so yeah i think that there would be a lot of um a lot of potential there to bring in a lot of pixar ip and and bring that into there um it would be really cool i okay my kids have been really into playing a lot of like the lego playstation games so we had like Jurassic park and lego harry potter but yeah. lately they've been playing lego incredibles <laughs> so, so i really want to see like a syndrome attraction <laughs> Ooh. i think that that's would, a lot of fun that'd be cool yeah right? <laughs> or like you get like all of like these incredibles bad guys like syndrome and you know um the underminer and the screenslaver and you know um bon voyage and like all of these guys like break out of prison and they're wreaking havoc on municipurg and I oh my gosh yes see yes. them kind of I envision kind of like a Snow White scary adventure Pinocchio type thing where you just kind of get in this car and you're going through and you're seeing them wreaking havoc on Municiburg and then the supers come and like put them all back in jail. Yes. Oof, that would be an attraction itself. Like, holy, right? yeah. I, that would be fun. <laughs> I, just when they've been playing, I'm like, oh man, like a, a super villain attraction for the Incredibles would be amazing. Yeah. <laughs> down oh my gosh yeah. oh the animatronics too for that i was like oh. right It'd be yeah really cool. and like the all the different superheroes that you can make would be endless endless you can have so many different types of superheroes and supervillains. so yeah cool um yeah i'm like you could you could easily do like a like a finding dory thing from the jumping jellyfish like you said that makes a lot of sense actually I really like that idea. Fun fact though, did you know that in Finding Nemo, the animators had to create more than 11,000 jellyfish just for that one sequence? Oh, no way. I knew, yeah. I knew there was a lot of jellyfish, but I was like, dang, that's a lot. 11,000 jellyfish. That is cool. <laughs> Crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm not so sure about like, I think there were still like the Silly Symphony swings that's still there. And, yeah. Like, um, yeah, the the Silly Symphony Swings one is hard. Yeah. That would be hard. Yeah. Um, the Rocker, no, not the Rocker Rocks, that's Disneyland. It's yeah. the uh, Golden Zephyr, that's the yeah. one. Yeah. That one could be your up attraction. Ah, like, there you go. Because, <laughs> like, uh, oh, what's it called? Charles Muntz's Blimp. You could have that be, like, that attraction. Um, um, but, yeah, I I think... But all of those are really cool ideas. I I like it. I let I love the idea of you know like a new Pixar land. I love the idea of the Star Wars expansion for Disneyland. Um, I think that would be a lot of fun. Um, 
I know, like I said, there's more expansions coming. They're building like a new kind of shopping hotel area on the southeast end of the park um, that we will cover in a future episode at some point. And, you know, they're, like I said, there's going to be a new hotel. Who knows what kind of hotel they'll have? We can and hopefully it'll go, it'll go through and not like, you know, oh, just kidding. Yeah. Right. <laughs> well, like, think about this too, because where these lands are happening, at the last D23, they announced that they're going to build a hotel where these lands are. Like, they were going to build this, like, five-star more grand than the Disney, the Grand Californian. Yeah. And they were, and, like, it was going to take up most of Downtown Disney, and they were going to kind of figure out something to do with Downtown Disney, and then that fell through. So, yeah. you know, it's hard, it's hard to say what's going to happen with Disneyland, because like I said, like no permits have been filed or anything like that. This is just like, you know, blue sky thinking, this is what we want to do, but it all depends on what the city approves and things like that. But I think a lot of it is very cool. I'm very excited for it. I'm very excited for D23 next year um, to, yeah, hopefully. <laughs> um, I'm very excited for that to, to see what Disney says. Um, Stevie and I became D23 members last year, so okay. hopefully, maybe we'll be able to go down. I don't know. I, it's worth it. I, if I would, like, if anybody asks about it, I would say go, a hundred percent go. If you get, <laughs> and do all three, do all three days if yeah. you can. Yeah. yeah, you've gone. Oh, I've gone like three times. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah. yeah, I. That's one thing that I've always wanted to do is go to D23. I know it's like super crazy and everything like that, but I think it would be a lot of fun to yes. go there and see some of the panels and talk to people and like. Yeah. Any Disney fan, it's like literally like, like waking up on Christmas day and like seeing all this cool like stuff. And it's very overwhelming. Yeah. Is that where you saw Jonathan's story? Yes, yes, yeah. oh my gosh, yes, when I was dressed up as a shark. <laughs> I saw I saw that picture on Facebook of you dressed up as the shark from Toy Story with Woody's hat. Yes, exactly. <laughs> you had a picture with Jonathan Story, who's like the executive of Disney Store. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I saw you in this costume, I'm like, what is he dressed as? And I'm thinking like, a few years ago, there was like the left shark dance thing from like some reality show, I don't remember or like some some music concert or Super Bowl concert. And then I saw like part of the hat. I'm like, oh my God, he's from Toy Story. Yeah, and I kept saying, howdy, 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 literally. That was that. amazing. Thank you, thank <laughs> you. And I'm glad, actually a lot of people like recognize me right away when I was like, I wonder like how many people like, I'm like, if you're going to a convention with Disney fans, bam, yeah. right away. That's the thing. with. With conventions, you can go obscure, and there is bound to be at least one person that will understand who you're gonna be. Exactly. Like, yeah, yeah it's it's crazy. Like, I remember going to the Comic Con that we have here in Calgary. Yes. Went, we went a couple years ago, and we were volunteering with Make a Wish, um, but we saw some people that were dressed like their costumes were amazing. I had no idea who they were. But, you know, a lot of other people are like, oh my god, your costume's amazing, you're this person from this comic book. And I'm like, yes, yes, you are. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. No, if you can handle Calgary Expo, you can definitely, the next level is like D23. Yeah. 
So I'm I'm super stoked. I, I definitely want to go. I would love to dress up as something. I don't know what. <laughs> oh no! Right? Uh, yeah. There's like it. Yeah. It's a lot of planning for sure. Yeah. Like I like I could even like talk about this like on another episode about D23. It's just oh, yeah. like, ooh. Done. We will do that. Yeah. <laughs> talk about D23 Expo and costume ideas. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> Excellent. All right, sir. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show. I really appreciate it. I'm super excited to see what Disney has in store for Disneyland and California Adventure. And uh, I know that when it happens, I'm sure you will be one of the first ones down there to experience it. (laughs) I hope so. (laughs) (laughs) All right, buddy. All right. Well, thank you again so much for coming on. I really appreciate it. I hope you can come back. And like I said, we'll talk about D23 and costumes and all kinds of different stuff. Of course. I'm, yes. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Thank you, Tyler. (laughs) Have a good one. All right. Take it easy. Thanks so much, Adriel. We'll be right back. The Blue Sky Lounge now has an online store with TeePublic. Show everyone what a real armchair Imagineer looks like with t-shirts from our store. Plus, not only do we have shirts, but we have hoodies, masks, notebooks, and even onesies for your little ones. Head on over now, and our selection changes all the time, so just follow the link in the description down below. Plus, there's a sale going on this week. For April 7th and 8th, you will receive 35% off everything in the store. Now this week, we had quite a few armchair Imagineers give us some of their ideas of what they would like to see in the Disneyland expansion. First off was Alex, and he gave quite an elaborate uh, story of what he would like to see. It starts off, my idea is to have two rides with an interconnected escape room type story. Think Indiana Jones and Disneyland Paris combined with a Splash Mountain type water ride. It would be based around the Society of Explorers and Adventurers. In the expansion area behind current downtown Disney, there is an entrance where groups of around 30 would enter with a boarding pass. You would need a park ticket, and this would be your entrance to Disneyland. A cast member would check you in and tell you to proceed down the winding jungle path. You feel a sense of mystery and excitement as you wind through the trees, and it's a little tight at first, but you eventually come upon an entrance to an abandoned cave. As you enter the cave, You take more twists and turns, and the path opens up into a cavernous room with cave paintings and two tunnels. It is in this room where you meet two cast members who explain to you that they are members of the Society of Explorers and Adventurers, and tell you how they came across this site when they were building a tunnel to Adventureland. They explain that a few cast members have gone missing, and they think it's related to the cave paintings, but they can't decipher them, and they need your help. You are then split up into two groups, and each explorer takes their group into one of the two tunnels. As you descend your tunnel, you enter another big room, separated by a stream. You can see the other group of guests on the other side of the stream. The only exit is the way you came in. All of a sudden, the room starts to shake and rumble and the lights flicker off, then back on again. Your cast member tries to calm you down and realizes boulders have fallen from the ceiling, blocking your exit and the other side of the cave. You decipher a clue as a team based on the cave paintings from the previous room and find a secret exit. Depending on which side of the room your group was on, you see one of two things. The first group sees a mine train car, and your explorer explains that there is a legend in the society about the existence of this mine. He loads you into the cars and deciphers another clue, which accidentally starts the mine car rolling, and you head off on a roller coaster without your cast member. Now the second group sees a river with a boat waiting at the dock. Your leader has a similar story about hearing a legend, and loads you into the boat. As you descend slowly down the river, You see more clues, which your skipper helps you decipher. But as they are distracted, the river gets faster and choppier, and you realize you're about to go over a waterfall. When you splash down into the next room, you see the minecart racing overhead. 
You get off the boat in the train car and meet two of the Lost Society members. They ask you about the clues you have deciphered and together as a team you decipher one last clue that reveals the way out. The cast members would lead you into the jungle between Indiana Jones and the Jungle Cruise and would thank you for your help in finding the Lost cast members. You would then go on to enjoy the rest of your day in Disneyland. Alex then states that I think the cast members could have a core story but really get into the improvisation on certain aspects. That's the great rewritability as there's two ride paths but you could also mix up the clues and make new riddles so it's always a different experience. Now, Alex, I think this is an absolutely brilliant idea. I love it so much. Um, for those that don't know, um, back in the day when the Indiana Jones ride was being built in Disneyland, it was supposed to interact with the Jungle Cruise and the Jungle Cruise was kind of supposed to go through the temple and you could see into the temple with the Jeeps going by. Um, so that kind of takes that um, storyline and that, that idea and puts it into this new ride that Alex came up with. I think that's absolutely brilliant. I love the idea of the minecar train. You can never go wrong with a roller coaster. Um, and who doesn't love another water flume ride? Um, going over waterfalls and getting wet is always a good time. So I love the idea. I love the depth and imagination that you took into this story. I think it would be a lot of fun, and uh, I think that was a, a great idea. So thank you very much for, for sharing that idea with us. Now, there were quite a few people that submitted some ideas, like Doing Disney with Kids, The Phantasmic Prince, and Theme Park underscore Vivi from Instagram, who all think that a villain's gate is needed. The general consensus was that there needed to be something dark with thrill rides for teens and adults. And doing Disney with kids said it would really help them compete with other parks in terms of thrill rides. Now, I totally agree. Um, I love the idea of having a villains themed area in the park, um, especially maybe a villains themed thrill ride, um, like another roller coaster or something like that. I think that would be a lot of fun. There's tons of ideas that you could theme it towards, whether you know, we've talked about before with uh, From the Emperor's New Groove, you could have Yzma and Kronk do Yzma's Lair roller coaster. That would be a lot of fun. You could do maybe like a Jafar Scarab run where you're in a roller coaster and you follow the Scarab through the desert to find the Cave of Wonders. That could be a lot of fun. You could do so many different ideas. Um, so I think that having that villains themed aspect and especially the thrill aspect of it would help uh, Disney a lot with, you know, wanting to keep guests and having those thrill rides there. So th those are great ideas, guys. Thank you so much. Now, Shelby messaged us and mentioned two ideas. The first that maybe a tangled area would be a lot of fun and a tangled boat ride would be a nice fit. Um, she said possibly similar to Frozen Ever After in Epcot. Now, I'm assuming that this would be um, themed after the lantern scene like we talked about with Adriel, where the lanterns can go up. I think that would be a lot of fun. Um, maybe like a, a nicer kind of gentler boat ride for kids. Um, you know, you can never go wrong with a princess ride. Um, for those that have been on Frozen Ever After, it's, you know, really quite gentle and it goes through kind of like a general story of Frozen, um, but it's it's still a lot of fun. The, the Imagineers did quite a good job with the, the storytelling in that ride, and I think you could almost do a Tangled ride where you kind of go through the whole 
tangled story and have the end be, you know, Rapunzel and Flynn Rider arriving and sending up a lantern with with the king and queen of Corona. I think that would be a lot of fun. Uh, Shelby also mentioned that if there were a Zootopia area, that they could theme the area like the neighborhoods of Zootopia itself, like Tundra Town and Savannah Central, the Rainforest District, and Little Rodentria. And um, Shelby, I love this idea as well. Um, I think having those areas, if they do a Zootopia area in Disneyland, that would be a really smart idea. I know that they are doing one in Shanghai Disneyland. Um, as for whether or not they're going to do the different neighborhoods, I'm not sure. We've only seen the concept art from it, but it looks to be a lot of fun, and I am very excited to see how it turns out. You could always have those districts come out, and, and you know, especially in, like, Tundertown, you could have, you know, an ice cream shop, and in uh, the Rainforest District, maybe you have a water ride. Uh, I just think that those kind of go hand in hand, so... Uh, but thank you so much for suggesting those. I think they're great ideas. And lastly, Chris came up with an idea for the California Adventure side, where similar to what Adriel and I were talking about, you make that whole California Adventure expansion an expansion of Pixar Pier. And um, you take the Ratatouille ride attraction that's in the France Pavilion at Epcot and plop it down in the expanded Pixar Pier area. And you could even take Toy Story Land from Disney's Hollywood Studios and plot that down as well. And yes, the whole area of Toy Story Land does fit within the expansion space of Disney's California Adventure. Now, the other thing that Chris suggested was to kind of have a Streets of America going up um, just before you kind of get into the new expansion area. The Streets of America area is currently where Galaxy's Edge is in Hollywood Studios. Um, but it was just kind of like a street similar to the Municipurg area where the Incredibles area is now. But it's just a, a city street that could be a very good flex area for any of the Pixar movies. So you could have maybe at 3 o'clock, it could be Monsters, Inc. hour. And you could have Mike and Sully come out. And, maybe, and then maybe at like 4 o'clock, it's Incredibles o'clock. And the Incredibles will come out. And you can have... Um, Similar to what they're doing with Avengers Campus, uh, with a Spider-Man flying through the air, you could have a Syndrome flying through the air, and you can meet the Incredibles, and you can meet Frozone, and you can bring and create new, um, you can create new superheroes and new supervillains and interact with those people. And the one cool thing that Chris suggested was at the back of the street, there'd be a screen. So this screen would then project a background based on whatever franchise, whatever intellectual property is being shown at that time. So for instance, like the Monsters Inc. area that I was taught, or the Monsters Inc. time slot that I was talking about, at that time, it projects maybe a background of Monsters University or it projects a background of Monsters Incorporated um, for you know, the Incredibles, maybe it projects a background of Municiburg, maybe for, you know, there's, there's lots of potential of what you could project onto that screen. And I think that's a really cool idea. Um, the last thing that Chris talked about was instead of having it be 
uh, Paradise Pier Hotel, which would be kind of right stuck in between Disney's California Adventure and this new Pixar Pier expansion area, make it a Pixar Pier Hotel and have it be themed to Pixar films. Um, you could have different wings based on different Pixar franchises. Think similar to Disney's Art of Animation Hotel in Walt Disney World, where there is, you know, the Finding Nemo area and the Cars area. You could have, you know, an Incredibles wing. You could have a Coco wing um, and have, you know, artwork inspired by that area. And maybe the rooms are even inspired by those, those areas. Plus, not only that, but you could then have an entrance to Disney's California Adventure from that Pixar Pier Hotel, uh, similar to what the Grand Californian has to Disney's California Adventure. So thank you so much, for Chris, for all of those suggestions. I really appreciate it. They are top-notch, and I think that would be an amazing addition. Well, that's a wrap for this week's show. Thank you to all those who submitted ideas. They were amazing. Now, please join us next week when our discussion will be focused on The Hunchback of Notre Dame and what kind of attractions or shops could be themed from that movie. Now, if you enjoyed this week's episode, please leave a comment down below. We would love to hear from you. Now, if you want to share your ideas and options for future topics, comment in our Facebook community or visit our Reddit page. The links are listed down below. And feel free to contact me at thebluesky-lounge at gmail.com. We are on most social media platforms by searching The Blue Sky Lounge, and don't forget to like and subscribe to this channel. And if you do like the show, feel free to share it with your friends on social media. We would love to hear from them as well. And don't forget to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Now please note that The Blue Sky Lounge is not affiliated with the Disney company in any way. This is a fan-run show featuring fan ideas and artwork that is in no way a true representation of what may or may not happen within the Disney company in the future. Now, thank you so much for joining us here this week on the Blue Sky Lounge. And just remember to think, dream, believe, and dare yourself to use your imagination. Who knows what kind of blue sky thinking you can do from your armchair. Thanks.